Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? What's up, fam? You out there? You listening? What's good? What's good? Happy Wednesday, the 8th of June already. Good to see you guys out there today. It's uh, it's another busy day of news. Lots to get to. I got a full show planned for you guys today. So looking forward to hanging out with you guys today. We got uh, some election news to get over to get through. Uh, we got um, I don't know, all kinds of stuff. Dude. The news of the day. You know what I'm saying? It would take me it would take me an hour just to summarize it. We'll just get through it. How's that sound? Uh, it's good to see you guys working your way in here today. Uh, today is Wednesday, which means we're halfway through another week of interesting stuff happening out there. Um, it's going to continue to be like this, and um, it's going to be an interesting summer. So hopefully hopefully you guys will stay with me over this ride. Coming to you live from Central Wisconsin, where we're looking live at the Foxhole.app. Do me a favor. Tell, me, tell a friend, tell a family member about the Foxhole.app. Look at all the great creators now over there at the Foxhole.app. Yeah, Patriot Soapbox, Patriot News, WRH Rivera, all live right now. Sloan TV's live. Johnny Dangerously, TikToks, Amy got Amy Joe God loves you. Chill Collection, News Time Live, True Reporting, Based Amy, 412, Belushi, Brain Pod, and, and some dude named Uncensored Dave are all live right now. So you got a full selection of whoever you want to support over there. And if you can't find somebody that you don't like, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe you need to look inward. <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate everyone over there at the Fox Without App. Thank you all for working your way in here today. And thank you all for the love, support, and prayers and the gold pills. Appreciate you guys very much. Much love. Uh, check out everything Uncensored Dave is at uncensoredave.com. So check that out when you guys get time, as you guys know. Uh, the podcast is up on there on Podbean, iHeart, Apple, Google, and Spotify. A lot of people wa- listen to the podcast from the website, which is kind of cool. I mean, a lot of people are watching the the show from the website as well. So thanks for joining us here today, guys, all the lurkers out there. Telegram and True Social Links are at the very top right there. If you want to find us live, you can find us over at the Fox.app, DLive. Banned my uh, chat and demonetized me again because dehumanization is the way to go if you don't play their game. Twitch, Rumble, CloudHub, and Tiger Network are also where you can find the live streams. Appreciate all those platforms very much. Thank you guys for all being here. Uh, the previous two shows are always up on the screen unless there's an error, which appears to be an error today. Uh, and as well as previous shows that I think you need to see. If you want to help keep the lights on, I could use your guys' help. I appreciate you guys. Um, we can't do this without you guys, unfortunately. And and I do need your help. Cash App, PayPal, and Patreon are how you can do that. Uh, thank you for all the Patreons who uh, are still hanging in there. Uh, <laughs> 
Appreciate you guys very much. I'm hoping that there's going to be some alternate um, stuff that's going to be released here soon. That's what I'm hoping for. So we'll see uh, if we can do that here pretty soon. Uh, My Pillow has officially sponsored the show, so we appreciate them very much. And you guys' support of the show through My Pillow gets you guys some cool stuff that you may need or want. Uh, you get a great discount. You can use a discount code, get a free gift, and you can help the show out. So, I mean, it's a great deal, really, if you think about it. You can get a free gift using the promo code Abe. Just check out the website, unsense, or, uh, mypillow.com backslash Abe. You can click on the link directly from the web, web, website right here if you want to. Uh, but they're still having their blowout sale on slippers. And don't forget that free gift. Buy one, get one free bed sheets, my pillows, my pillow go anywheres, and uh, the my pillow towel sets as well. Six piece towel sets, you get two, uh, two for one. So, I mean, if you need some towels, now's your chance to get it. Use this discount code Abe. There's a lot of other cool stuff on it the mattress toppers, uh, the Omen Collection, the Declaration, and the Constitution. I thought that was pretty cool, as well as many other things on the website. So, check it out when you guys get time. Mypillow.com backslash Abe. We appreciate mypillow.com for uh, all their support of alternate streamers. And, you know, I mean, I honestly, very unfortunately, we can't do this without, um, you know, some type of uh, revenue. <laughs> bills got to get paid and the bills are piling up. So I appreciate you guys very much. Facebook, True Social and Gab are the links at the very bottom right there. So that's how you can get a hold of me. I've been pretty active on Truth lately um, as much as I can in between busy hours. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I try to get on there as much as I can. Uh, the website and the, uh, excuse me, the email address and the PO box are at the very bottom right there. That's how you can send stuff to me if you choose. And we appreciate you guys very much for your support. Uh, a lot of people he- heading over to the website. You guys must have a bookmark now, finally, huh? <laughs> uh, because a lot of people he- check out the website daily to see what's going on uh, to catch the replays and things like that. So thank you guys very much for all your love, support and prayers. Just If you can, just do me a favor. Just tell somebody to come hang out. Uh, tell them what we're trying to do here. Tell them if you want to find out all the news, important news of the day in two hours or less, you can come hang out here and you'll find out what you need to know about what's happening today. That's what we're trying to do here, guys. So thank you very much. Putsy Woo Politis. Thank you for dropping the links out there. Anaconda in Arizona. God bless you as well. P. Thaggy in the house. Yo, what's good? Uh, RP4L, much love. Thank you for being here today. And uh, many others as well out there lurking over there on the Fox Alert app. Thanks for being here today, guys. Let me say hello to everyone else that's working their way in here today over there on Rumble. Thanks, guys, for being here. Bearish Mama, God bless you. Ilda the Hunt, thank you for the follow over there on uh, True Social. Much love. Don't forget to follow True social i'll follow you guys back um if, and then i'm <laughs> i'm vetting my audit i'm vetting my uh followers by the garbage that they post so yeah there is a lot of crap out there that you you know we were all so censored in our own little worlds that you didn't we didn't see half of the stuff that was happening out there with regards to like QAnon and stuff so you don't realize like how many people are just completely missing the point of q it is there is there's been so much disinformation out there and you know, people that, that try to bring it to you straight don't seem to break through the algorithms in this world. So that's why I need your help to share the stream. Appreciate you guys very much. Foxhole Erratic for me at the moment. Gotcha. No, no, no problem. Thank you for joining us here on Rumble Bearish Mama. God bless you. Everyone over there on Twitch, thank you for the new follow. Ignots and Chris, thank you for the new um, or the sub for 13 months. Appreciate that very much. I, uh, Firecracker Patriot also new follows yesterday. So thanks, guys, very much. Thanks for working your way in here today, guys. Johnny B's in the house. Cue me up, Buttercup. First in the house. Uncensored fam is in the house. Indeed. Chris, thank you for dropping all the links out there. God bless you for all you do. Dr. Dr. J. Blazer, as well as uh, Johnny B. And uh, let's see, Boulder Q's in the house. What's good, Boulder Q? It's always good to see you out there lurking, man. I appreciate you being in the in the audience as much as you can and helping to, you know, help me get things right sometimes. I, that's important to me. Not, not all of us has it all figured out. We all have different perspectives, and we're all trying to, to figure out what's good. You know what I'm saying? So... 
uh, working hard out there to uh, do what we can. Woke, what's good, brother, man? Well, you're getting ready to go live here pretty soon as well. I was just telling everybody, Woke, about all the, cr- the content creators that are live right now. Look at the time slot, dude. Look at these. Look at all the people that are live right now. Remember when there was a time when it was like me and you? <laughs> Now look at it, dude. It is awesome, dude. So I'm proud. I'm really proud of the Foxhole and you guys, all the work that you guys have done. Uh, special thank you to you, bro. And God bless you. You keep crushing it as well. Hey, we do what we can to 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 our audience, right? Whoever whoever wants to listen, uh, we'll we'll be here talking and trying to guide them through it, man. And you've been doing great work out there as well. I try to check in every now and then, but I never get a chance to really watch it. You know how it goes, man. But I uh, appreciate you. Much love, and uh, thank you for the cam, bro. Appreciate you. Guys, make sure you check out Woke sometime. If you're if I'm if if I'm boring you, Woke will keep you awake. <laughs> so check him out when you guys get time. I got like 30 articles up today, so we're gonna kind of speed through a bunch of these. The first part that I want to start off with is um is the election results. So I got some pretty good, interesting stuff from Political actually. <laughs> Political writing articles saying, "Uh oh, uh, Houston, we have a problem." So that's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, we definitely got to talk about this general that got the. Uh, uh, subpoenaed. Um, I have the subpoena. We're going to go through that and check that out as well. Uh, what else did I have? I don't know. I got a, I got a ton of stuff up here that caught my eye today. A lot of just some of it's just kind of random. Uh, much fewer article reads today. Much more just kind of interesting information. So that's the plan for today. Today, without further ado, thank you all for being here. Uh, Bribo, God bless you as well. Thanks for joining us here today, and everyone over there in the lurking crowds. Our Martin Stiley girl, beautiful day there in Southwest Florida. It's cold here today. That's why I got long sleeve shirt on. It's like 60 today, and then it's going to be like 80 tomorrow. Welcome to Wisconsin. You don't like the weather? Wait 15 minutes. Um, all right, let's hop to it here, guys. Uh, without further ado, I want to I want to get to as much of this as possible today. Lots of stuff happening. What's up, T Rex? Thanks for joining us here today. I hope all is well and uh, over on in your neck of the woods. All right, um, let's go here. Elizabeth Warren caught in a bush outside Kavanaugh's house yielding a tomahawk. <laughs> Dude, the picture's perfect. <laughs> Pocahontas is pretty upset here. I got to see this. Chevy Chase, Maryland. Police arrested a tomahawk yielding Cher- Cherokee Indian hiding in the bushes outside Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh's home this week. After hours of questioning, authorities discovered the would-be assassin was none other than Senator Elizabeth Warren. Quote, be big angry at Kavanaugh for taking away right to choose, said Warren. Pale face, always treat block a treaty to not overturn Roe versus Wade. Never keep word. I come here to take scalp, so Roe stay. <laughs> Warren then let out an ancient war cry passed down from her ancestor that sounded like, Ree! Anyways, experts believe Senator Warren may have radicalized by her own rhetoric in recent months, as well as the rhetoric commonly found on the mainstream news channel, NPR, Twitter, The View, and all Chuck Schumer's political speeches. Quote, by great spirit, I will defeat Justice Kavanaugh in tomahawk battle and save woman right to kill baby for convenience, said Warren as authorities took her away in handcuffs. At publishing time, police also found Hillary Clinton in the bushes outside Kavanaugh's home attempting to call in a drone strike. (laughs) I guess it's no joking matter. However, it makes you wonder how much of this shit is real. Um, supposedly, there was a threat to Kavanaugh's house at 1.30 in the morning yesterday morning, and the uh, threat was neutralized. Why was the threat neutralized? Well, as we learned on December, September 27th, 2018, on QPost 2283, that draft, Supreme Court justices to receive full-time security details. Pending. 
Q. Just chalk that up as another. Just come on, man. It's just another coincidence, man. There's no way that no. This is, you guys are all just crazy conspiracy theorists. That's all there is to it, and that's so. That's why I'm sticking to my guns. Hey, Tracy PCB. Uh, H2O Maven, thank you for the can. Appreciate that. So there you go. Let's start a show off with a little laugh there today, and let's get into some election stuff now. Uh, Political has a few articles out here that I, you know, again, Political is very biased. So when you catch when with some headlines that they write catch your eyes, it's it's worth reading. Trump endorsed 16 candidates in Tuesday's primaries. Here are the winners. The former president ran the table with his endorsements on Tuesday, but he largely backed candidates were likely to win anyway. That's so. That's how it's got to work. It's not quite a good record, and they were gonna win anyway. So I mean, of course, if Trump endorsed them, that's how political's got to spin it. Donald Trump came into Tuesday's primaries on the heels of a dismal May twenty fourth performance when he his endorsements in Georgia largely proved to be a flop. Hmm. Really. This time around, he didn't have much at stake. Trump didn't endorse in any heavily contested primaries, nor he supported any challengers to Republican incumbents. For the most part, the former president backed incumbents that were easily just dispatched. Da, 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 da. Anyways, the usual bullshit. Um, California, Representative Doug LaMaffa made the general election finishing by finishing first place. Uh, he voted to overturn the 2020 election results. Just, just listen carefully. Kevin Kiley made the general election by finishing in second place. A GOP state assemblyman, sharp critic of Governor Gavin Newsom, um, and uh, he he um, said a bunch of uh, stuff about rhinos. Tom McClintock made the general election by finishing in first place. Kevin McCarthy. Uh, made the general election by finishing in first place. House Manolia said Trump referred to as Mike Kevin received his endorsement from the former president over the weekend. Um, yeah, McCarthy voted to overturn the 2020 election results. California 22, Connie Conway made the general election by first place. She voted, or she is the only, she Conway will only serve in Congress temporarily as the district lapses next year after the state's new congressional district. How's that work? You get elected and then they just redistrict you out of your district. See you later. We don't, we, we don't need you anymore, but uh, yeah, thanks for your uh, help there, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, Representative Jay Obernalti, Obernalti. Uh, one with 48% of the vote. Obernatley was in first place. He voted to overturn the 2020 election results. Let's see. How's it going here for these for Trump's candidates that voted to overturn the election results? Kevin Calvert in California 41. He was 68% of the vote expected to be in first place, and he voted to overturn the 2020 election results. We're starting to see a, uh, a combination of people who are winning here. Is anyone in the Democrat Party paying attention to this? No, 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 they're not paying attention. California 48 representative Daryl Issa made the general election by fiction first place. He voted to overturn the 2020 election results. Kim Reynolds uh, won unopposed. Chuck Grassley, of course, we know Chuck Grassley. He won. Ashley Hinson in Iowa, uh, she won unopposed, which is great. Ashley Hinson is a great patriot and should have won last time. Congratulations on her. Getting her in, in Congress would be a great win for people of Iowa, that is for sure. Uh, Randy Fenstra in Iowa for another one where uh, Republicans have been wor- Democrats have been working very hard to steal those districts. Mississippi 01, Trent Kelly, he voted to overturn the 2020 election results. Ryan Zinke in Montana. Um, interesting. I will see how this guy plays himself out. I don't know. I think I kind of think this guy's kind of a weasel, but whatever. Um, I don't really know him, so I'll let the people of Montana figure that shit out. Representative Matt Rosendale won with 76% of the vote in Montana 02. He won to he voted to overturn the 2020 election results. South Dakota, Christy Nome, of course, is a great patriot. She won as well. And so there are Trump's 16 backed uh candidates 
all of them who voted to overturn the 2020 election results. Uh oh, we have Houston. We got a problem here. We got we have, wait a minute. We're starting to do our political forecast here for 2022, and I'm, I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting to have a little panic mode here. All right, this, this, the Senate is leaning Republican, and the, the House is likely. Republican and it, it, people in CNN are starting to, to need more diapers because this they're, they're not having this. This is, there's something very wrong here. We also predict that Americans will be led by Democratic governors. Really, yes, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Oregon's fifth district and uh, Oregon Senate. So they go through a list of them all. Hi there, I'm Steve Shepard, and I'm really upset about what I see about predicting elections going into 2022. <laughs> we gotta raise the red flag here. Um, so he has a breakdown and I thought it was just going to be interesting, um, to see how he spun all this, but just as far as political headlines, catch your eyes, the, yeah, they're calling the house and the Senate leaning Republican And uh, let's go check in with, uh, the different, uh, primaries that were out there. Um, uh, Mississippi's four districts are all safe, uh, for one party or another, but each incumbent has at least one primary challenger first. So Republican Trent Kelly in Mississippi's first huge win over there, um, garnering 27,000 votes versus the Democrats total votes, 10,000. Guess who's going to win that race? Um, Mississippi's second Brian flowers and red Eller look like they're going to be in a runoff, um, total votes on the Republican side. They're 12, 12, 13,000 ish. Um, and Mississippi second, Benny Thompson with 50,000 votes. So it looks like that one's not going to matter. Uh, Shonky young in, um, Shawaski young ran on a pose for Democrats, Republicans. How about no vote totals here? Um, Cassidy and guest in a runoff. And then also another runoff, Steve Palazzo and, and Mike Enzo in, uh, in the Mississippi's fourth fourth. So that's how Mississippi went through. I kind of want to just look at, looked at all these primaries and see what the results are real quick. Um, former state legislature, Tom Keene is seeking a rematch against Tom Malinowski. So there's, um, that's one of the big ones. New Jersey's first, uh, leaning heavy, New Jersey's second leaning Jeff Van Drew. Um, remember he was a Democrat changing the Repub- Republican side and that, that, that district was been heavily, heavily contested. He won with 35,000 votes. Uh, so looking pretty good for him. Uh, Bob Healy over in, uh, New Jersey's third looking like, uh, going to be a tight race there. Um, pretty much the rest, Frank Pilata. That's an interesting one in, uh, New Jersey's fifth. Uh, that was one of Trump's uh, candidates, I believe. Um, so there's, you know, the usual kind of results. The Groot looks looks like um, there. So less less runoffs and just normal. Just kind of scanning through these. I just wanted to kind of see what I was out there in California's primaries. Uh, Gavin Newsom and Senator Alex Padilla are both expected to cruise to the general election, where they are heavy favorites. Go figure. Uh, Newsom had 1.9 million votes, only 50% of the 56% of the vote though, for the primary. That's crazy, dude. Padilla, uh, 1.7 million. So he's looking pretty good. Um, remainder of current term, all that redistricting crap is all out there. That's crazy. Uh, so that's pretty much it about that. (laughs) California never ceases to amaze me. You know what I'm saying? It never, it never does. 
how freaking they, they get their people voted in. Zinsky is waging a comeback campaign in Montana's newly drawn Western District. Uh, 32,000 votes, and that's that district is definitely leaning heavy. And looks like he's going to uh, swing through. Matt Rosendale, as we talked about, looking good there too. So that's pretty much it, though, from yesterday. So nothing really surprising. Just wanted to c- kind of go through and see what they had out there for that. All right, let's move forward. Interesting primers yesterday, 16 and all for President Trump. Cochise County woman sentenced for casting a early ballot of her deceased mother. Attorney General Bromovich announced that 56-year-old Krista Michelle Connor of Cochise County was sentenced today on June 6th by Judge Timothy Dickerson of Cochise County Superior Court to three years of supervised probation and on one count of illegal voting, a Class 6 felony for illegally casting early ballot of her deceased mother during the November 2020 election. So a slap on the wrist and maybe also cooperating in some kind of way. I don't know. Um, but that was announced today. So the copy of the, of the indictment is out there for that. If you want to check that out, interesting slap on the wrist, but it's one count and that's half the problem. There's, there's just no, there's no, uh, penalties for, uh, for voter fraud. That's half the problem that we have here. The other half is voter rolls. Of course, nobody seems to want to fix them. Uh, natural gas plunges on reports of an explosion in the Texas LNG export terminal. Hmm. A small explosion. Thank you, TAC 264. Cali has the cheating machines and Democrat supermajority legislature. No change in Cali. Uh, I think you may be right on that front, unfortunately. Not until we get this. Uh, I mean, it's probably lost. I'm with you. It is at this point. Just give it to China. Give it back to China. They can have it. Um, Ended up with the Rhino Oz in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you know, if Oz gets in there, he's going to vote with the Republicans. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll, I mean, we'll see. I, I just, I have a feeling like if 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 Trump helps you win an election, then you're going to pay favors back to the person who helped you get elected. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how DC works. Scratch my back, I scratch yours. I'll help you get elected when I need you. You freaking jump. You know what I'm saying? That's we'll see. I will see, but I hear you. A lot of people not liking Oz, so I forgot to tell, start uh, start the um, Telegram. There you go. In case you're over there on Telegram, now you can watch. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, so yeah, a small explosion at a Freeport LNG terminal on Surfside Beach, Texas, resulted in the plunge of natural gas futures on Wednesday afternoon. Local news KHOU reports that incident occurred around 1140 local time. Uh, monitoring the situation, uh, provide information accordingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incident occurred. Quintilla Island around 1140 a.m. Investigation is ongoing. That looks a little bigger than a small explosion. <laughs> huh. Um, more views via the, of the facility. There's... There's the um, fire being put out there. Uh, Criterion points out that the facility is the fourth largest in terms of U.S. flows. So the news is fake. The war is real. I don't know, but interesting nonetheless. What's up, Tennessee Tim? Thank you for the cookie. I appreciate that. So another, just another example of interesting news. You know what I'm saying? I don't. There's, there's obviously no way of knowing anything on that yet, but. Interesting news nonetheless, right? All right. Um, let's see here. What else did I have here today? A lot of stuff happening out there. 
keep losing my screen. All right, remember um, Kate Steinle? Uh, this was a pretty big story um, during President Trump's administration. Uh, she was murdered in 2015 by an illegal immigrant uh, who was released back in the United States with a criminal record like three times or something like that. And, um, you know, then he was he was acquitted uh, for that. There's a new story out there today from the L.A. Times. The man who was acquitted of homicide after a woman was fatally shot on the San Francisco Pier in 2015 was sentenced Monday to time served for a federal firearms charges. Jose Inez Garcia Zarate, something like that, Zarate, a Mexican national, was indicted in 2017 for being a felon and undocumented immigrant in possession of a firearm and ammunition. The federal indictment came immediately after Zarate was acquitted in San Francisco's uh, county superior court of a homicide of a 32-year-old Catherine Steinle. The case and acquittal drew national attention after President Trump attempted to uh, use them to ignite fear, fervor over illegal immigration. Uh-huh. Use them. Because it's, it's a one-off case. It never happens. Despite the acquittal, Garcia Zarate has remained in custody for federal charges and has spent nearly seven years in jail since his arrest in 2015. The Associated Press reports that U.S. District Judge Vince Chabria Granted, Garcia Zarate time served, but he will not be released. Instead, he will be sent to Texas, where he will face federal immigration charges and deportation. If you return to this country again and you are back in front of me, I will not spare you, said the judge. How many times has he been told that? This is number, what, four or five? Anyways, before the incident, Zarate had been deported from the United States five times. So this is number six. Yeah. See how that works out. Uh, he has been transported to the San Francisco to face a uh, two-decade uh, marijuana charge that uh, prosecutors eventually dropped. He was released despite a federal immigration hold. Uh, in 2015, Stanley was walking to Pier uh, 14 in San Francisco with a friend and family member when she was struck in the back of the head by a bullet fired by Zarate, who was seen in a chair nearby, according to federal documents. Stanley was transported to the hospital where she died. Federal uh, San Francisco Chronicle reported that the round fire from the gun had hit the concrete ground before ricocheting into Steinle. Fire alarm itself had been stolen a few days before uh, from a U.S. Bureau of Land Management vehicle. <laughs> no one told that story. Funny how that works. The defense said and, and Zarata had found the gun uh, that day under the chair he was sitting in. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. <clears throat> So the reason why this is interesting, though, the firearm charge was overturned by the California Appellate Court in 2019, which said jurors had not been sufficiently informed about momentary possession of a firearm. So the, basically, they manipulated the jury in the case on top of it. Federal prosecutors handed down their indictment only a few weeks after the acquittal in November 2017. The psychiatrist found them incompetent to stand trial, you think? So anyways, after restoring his medication, his competency was restored. Yeah, what? Get him back, get him back, drugged up, and all of a sudden he's not insane anymore. Anyways, I, you know, I figured an update on that story would be interesting, and that guy is still in custody and now facing his sixth deportation. We'll never learn. We'll fucking never learn in this country, you know. These are the biggest U.S. importers and exporters. I found this interesting as well. Um, with with regards to imports and ep- exports, Walmart. 930,000 tons, I guess. TEU, what's TEU? 20-foot equivalent unit. (laughs) 20-foot shipping container. Okay. So 
930,000 20-foot shipping containers. Target, 775. Home Depot, uh, 590,000. Ashley Furniture, 348. Lowe's, 340. Dole, Samsung America, and LG Group. Biggest export uh, importers into America. Exporters, nobody. <laughs> Coke, International Paper, DeLong, Solmark Group, America Chungnam, Papers and Recyclables, and all, all kinds of paper manufacturing, and then BMW. Crazy, right? I don't know. I just, interesting things that catch my eye. I'm moving on. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein will be charged again in a new assault case. Have you guys heard about this one yet? I think we talked about this a while back. We've been expecting you know, all this news to finally work its way into the uh, discussion again. And it looks like it's working its way in there. What's up, Black Hat Destroyer? Food prices, plants, and now uh, LNG explosions. I, I, you know, it's hard to say that it's linked or that it's definitely nefarious. It's just in this day and age, you know what I'm saying? It seems like everything is is part of the underlying war, so to speak. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I won't be able to grab that right now. I'm kind of in the middle of a show, so but thank you for that. Um, Harvey Weinstein will be charged again in a new assault case. Uh, let's see, K. Smythe uh, today in Daily Caller. Notorious former Hollywood overlord and convicted sex offender Harvey Weinstein will reportedly be charged Wednesday with a new assault case in the United Kingdom. Weinstein, who is allegedly uh, the inspiration behind the Orcs, the Land of the Rings movies, will be charged with two counts of indecent assault against a woman in London, according to the BBC. The assaults allegedly took place in the UK's capital in 1996, hmm. with no further details been released of the identity of the woman, so forth, so on. Uh, so that's coming. Um, superstar actress Diane Kruger detailed her previous experiences in show business, including having uh, to show up in costume for an uncomfortable audition. Yeah, I bet. The old casting couch, as they say. Popcorn 17, thank you for the can. Say hello, hello, back to you. Um, H2Maven, thank you back. Can't appreciate that very much. So that's kind of back in the news, expecting that to another one of those to drop. But I also found this interesting. A thread by Adam Davidson, who I think I think he's a... I'm not sure who he is. He's um, sharing lessons I've learned from my life with the New Yorker and Planet Money. Hmm, Interesting. So check this thread that he wrote. Uh, He wrote this on June 3rd. I spent two years working on the Jeffrey Epstein podcast, Broken. I became close with many of his victims and learned a lot of stuff that, for any annoying legal reasons, we can't publish. The experience has fundamentally reshaped how I see the world. I knew that rich and powerful men can get away with a lot. I didn't realize just how much they can get away with and just how much the entire system, courts, journalism, prosecutors, works inadvertently and deliberately to reinforce their impunity. I still want to believe that truth and basic moral decency are potent in our society, but I do find an increasingly hard to justify position. I think we all know that, say, Bill Gates and Clinton probably were up to no good at the very at very at the very best they knowingly spent time with and casted their halo on a man they knew was a serial rapist of children though hard to believe it ended there yet they are given heroic treatment in every week in the media paying no price 
I can't look at Johnny Depp, the Queen's Jubilee, et cetera, et cetera, without thinking, wow, it's a good it's good to be rich and powerful white guy. I know, I know. A lot of you knew all of this and told us all this, and we definitely, including me, didn't listen. It's embarrassing that I was in my late 40s before I fully took it all in. More embarrassing, it's shameful. Indeed, it is. I am sorry, he says. The one meager thing I can do is to continue to bear witness and hope that repeating my realizations over uh, and over makes it easier for others like me, white dude journalists, I guess, to see what is obvious to so many others. The easiest lesson is this. Jeffrey Epstein is not some outlier, some freak who is now dead and best forgotten. He represents something essential in all of our systems of authority, law, courts, higher education, nonprofits, media, etc. That is there right now, today. When I think of the unbelievably brave woman like uh, Virginia and uh, Marjike Chardonnay, and so many others who were dismissed, slut-shamed, etc., while cowards and evildoers were lauded, I feel like something deep is, is broken in the world I live in. I say all this a few weeks before Ghislaine Maxwell is sentenced, and the world is likely to put aside the Epstein story forever, some weird set of crimes that two awful people committed. The bad guys won. They pulled it off. They raped children or sat by and watched others do so. They used their elite connections and access to power. The weird thing is we all know what they did and we don't seem to care. Interesting thread by Adam Davidson. Um, somebody who's kind of seen it for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Here is the link for this. Um, I think you guys may want to share that one far and wide. You know, coming from somebody who's obviously not is very soy boyish. I'll just point, who is obviously very soy boyish. I should say, um, yeah, interesting, right? The world we live in, right in front of us for all to see, and this is why it's been a hard on a lot of people. I get that, you know, I get that. It's why this whole experience has been hard on a lot of people. If Harvey is uh, being charged in the United Kingdom, wouldn't he re-release him? No. Uh, the next item, no. No, he 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 will stay in custody. Um, if he goes there to face trial, he will go there to face trial in custody. All right. What else do we have here today? This FBI stuff. I want to get into this. No problem, comfortably numb. Thanks for being here. I want to get into this FBI story because, um, or this uh, general's slobbying something. Because there's an interesting story here about uh, the rhinos and the establishment Republicans and the uh, uh, military industrial complex. You know what I'm saying? So the AP News drops this today FBI seizes retired general's data related to Qatar lobbying. So this is the AP article, and it's longer than I'm than I want. I really want to read from the AP. So I found a different article, <laughs> uh, one from uh, Post Millennial. General uh, John R. Allen, a retired general and president of Brookings Institute, is accused of making false statements and withholding incriminating evidence with regards to his role in illegal Qatari lobbying scheme. The FBI has seized the data of General John R. Allen, a retired general. You notice how they say that now, seize the data? 
they just seized your light. They, they seized your life's history of data. You are now nothing more than a data piece of data out there in the Netherlands, <laughs> whatever you call it. A retired general and a president of Brookings Institute who is, in, is accused of making false statements and withholding incriminating evidence with regards to his role in an illegal Qatari lobbying scheme. Quote, new federal court filings obtained Tuesday outlined a potential criminal case against former Marine General John R. Allen, who led U.S. and NATO forces in Afghanistan before being tapped in 2017 to lead the influential Brookings Institution. I wonder if he's now lobbying directly for China. Anyone want to talk about that? No, we don't talk about stuff like that. Um, the investigation is wide-ranging and has already resulted in sentences against former ambassador of the UAE, Richard G. Olson, as well as well-known donor Ahmad Zuberi, who was serving 12 years on corruption charges. The FBI alleges that Allen provided a false version of events about his work for Qatar. Allen is also accused of failing to produce communications in response to a grand jury subpoena. The Brooks Institute did not respond for requests for comment. Um... Uh, they have claimed they have stopped receiving Qatari funds. Uh, that's because they're taking them from China now. It is alleged that Alan lobbied Trump NSA H.R. McMaster, none other than a deep state clown himself, to take on a friendlier stance to Qatar. AP further reports in June 9th email to them, McMaster, Alan said that Qataris were asking for some help and wanted the White House or State Department to issue a statement with a specific language calling on all sides of the Gulf diplomatic crisis to act with, with, with restraint. Federal law enforcement officials then say then Secretary of State Rex Tillerson did what Allen told McMaster and McCartney's wanted done two days later, issuing a statement that shifted away from the earlier statements by the White House. Tillerson's statement called on other Gulf countries to ease the blockade against Qatar and asked that there be no further escalation by parties in the region. So that is how geopolitics works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I, it's interesting. Charlie Savage has this. Here's the search warrant application. DOJ inadvertently disclosed for the comms of a retired four-star general, Book, Brookings President John Allen, in a criminal investigation, RE undisclosed lobbying for Qatar. Oh, you suck. I hate Twitter. Thank you, Sean Joe. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, all further Brookings Institute data is under suspicion. That would be interesting. Uh, puts you well. That's an interesting point. So here is the. Hold on. Where did this go? Here's the search warrant application. DOJ inadvertently disclosed. Now, again, inadvertently disclosed makes me wonder if they're trying to create a narrative here. You know what I'm saying? They're going to try to create this narrative of of uh, criminality under Trump's administration, even though we all know <laughs> how the deep state works. It's not, the president doesn't have control over what these guys do, but I got a feeling they're going to try to use this. Um, application for a warrant by telephone or other reliable electronic means. I, a federal law enforcement officer or attorney general of government, da 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 Evidence of a crime. Uh, search is related to the violation of so-and-so Foreign Agents Registration Act, uh, restrictions on former officers of the executive branch, obstruction of justice, aiding and abetting, and conspiracy. Wow. This guy's fucked. Property to be searched. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, I'm not going to. This is unredacted. Uh, the warrant will be presented to the personnel of Apple. <laughs> and they're going to get all of your stuff that's on your phone. Um, information disclosed by the provider. I'm just kind of scanning this to see if there's anything interesting in here. All subscriber information, all activity connection, and transactional logs related to subject account. So all data is is what they're was is what they're seizing. So I'll keep an eye on it. I, you know, again, this isn't this how geopolitics has always worked. It's like you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Why do some people get busted and others don't? I don't. Maybe I'm sure there's more there. There's guys that have that are spending jail time, right? So, um, but. Interesting to see how the uh, in military industrial complex works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, this world, man, this world. Let me check in with you guys out there. How you guys doing? All right out there? Am I putting you to sleep again? Are you hanging out? Yeah, it's just it's just kind of distracting. Here, go watch this while you and you know. But anyways, uh, Patriot Lady, I hope you're doing good. Also, got yes, uh, yes, guys, just kind of hanging out there. Johnny B's out there, just kind of lurking as well. I got you guys. I get it. Just going through articles. You guys just kind of sitting back listening. So I'll just keep it moving. Then that's fine with me. I get you guys are all often doing several things at once. Listen to this shit. <laughs> when you can't fix stupid and people are dumb and they just trap themselves in stupidity, then you just you just listen and just go, uh. I'm really grateful to be here today. And in fact, this is a chance for me to say thank you more formally. The, the Chevy Bolt is upstairs. We'll be able to take a look at it. Thank You've you. got about a thousand photos. Yeah. Yeah, it plop. <laughs> <laughs> It's as simple as that. <laughs> the batteries are in the trunk? No, the battery in this particular design is a T-shape right down the center and across the back seat area. Because everybody thought we killed the electric vehicle. No, we didn't. It's alive and well. So what's charging the, the batteries right now? What, where, where's, what's the source of a? Well, electricity? here. It's coming from the building. I mean, is it, um, what's our mix of power? Oh, actually, Lansing feeds the building. What's that? Lansing feeds power to the building. So I don't, I don't know. They're, uh, I bet they're a bit of coal. Oh, they're heavy on natural gas, aren't they? Uh, right now, the car is charging off of your grid. Right. It would be charging off uh, our grid, which is nine, about 95% coal. <laughs> oh, oh, is that how, is that how these things work? So. What you're saying is, is these electric vehicles are being charged by coal plants, and you're, now you're overworking the coal plant with an electric car. Does anybody else see how fucking stupid these people are? <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> you, I, you know what I'm saying? What is the point of, of buying an electric car that you have to plug into an outlet that is create is? Who knows? You just can't. You can't. You can't fix stupid, dude. Thank you, Kellis Free. Thanks for lurking out there. I appreciate you. Love all your Twitch friends. Thanks for being here, guys. All right. Uh, what else do we have here today? P pressure builds for Durham to ditch the Russia probe. This from Political. 
But there's some interesting things in here that I think you may need to hear, which is how long is this article? Holy crap. All right. I need you to hear what Merrick Garland said about this. The Department of Justice seems unlikely to pull the plug on the investigation despite the Sussman acquittal. Hmm. Really? On Merrick Garland. Okay. Who is this? Some, some clown. I really think it's time. Who is this? Oh, this is a Harvard. Some Larry tribe. <laughs> Larry tribes. Crackerjack box ass says this. I think it's time for Attorney General Merrick Garland to circumscribe the Durham boondoggle both temporarily and topically, said Larry Tribe. The Durham Roadshow has expended far too much of taxpayers' money with precious little to show for it. It needs to be wind down in an orderly fashion. Enough already. Ah, what's the matter? Conservative lawyer and prominent Trump critic George Conley also called for Durham to wrap it up. No one cares what Conway has to say. Um, But he, he had words as well. Everything kind of just fell apart, says Andrew McCarthy, former federal prosecutor in a podcast. The further we get into the trial, we can't see why Durham is good. Da, 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 da. So they're really, there's like all over the place, right? All these different people coming out saying, this, the, Durham needs to wrap it up, right? So the National Review editorial called the prosecution unwisely broad and expressed concern over the courtroom defeat, blah, 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 right? Just Department spokespeople declined to comment on the future of Durham's investigation, but Garland seems unlikely to dismiss Durham anytime soon. For one thing, Durham has another more complex false statement case pending in Alexandria, Virginia, against Russian-born foreign policy researcher Igor Danchenko, who, as Sean Joe aptly pointed out, is tied in with Brookings. He's accused of repeatedly and intentionally feeding inaccurate information to the FBI about his role in a dossier about Trump. No shit. Danchenko, who has pleaded not guilty, is, isn't scheduled to go to trial until October. Much of the evidence in the, in the case is classified, necessitating protracted court hearings unless the case is dropped or Danchenko decides to cut a deal. In theory, the case could be handed over to other prosecutors from the Justice Department headquarters or the U.S. Attorney's Office in Alexandria. However, the idea of Garland simply booting Durham seems far-fetched. Even after Sussman case was filed, Garland publicly pledged to let Durham lay out his findings. Quote, with respect to the report, I would like as much as possible to be for it to be made public, Garland said during a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing in October. Quote, I have... I have to be concerned about the Privacy Act concerns and classification. But other than that, the commitment is to provide a public report. Yes. During the lead up to Sussman trial, his attorneys and others complained, blah, blah, blah. Uh, some discussion about Cooper. Back into Danchenko. Asked, for, after the, asked at the news conference last December about whether Durham was subject to the same oversight as other Justice Department prosecutors. Garland didn't answer directly. Quote, the regulations regarding the special counsel are pretty clear about what Mr. Durham does, Garland said in response to a question from Politico. Quote, I don't want to say anything more beyond what's in the regulations, but we are following the regulations. Huh. Interesting, is it not? Very interesting. The regulations adopted in 1999 by Attorney General Janet Reno after ex, uh, exp, expiration of a widely criticized independent counsel statute seek to give a special counsel independence from the department while retaining ultimate control for the, for the attorney general. The rules say Durham and any other special prosecutor shall be subject to a day-to-day -day supervision of anyone in the Justice Department. However, 
the attorney general reserves the right to veto any investigative or prosecutorial step if it, if it seems unwarranted. And so it goes into the regulations about they're trying to find a way to, to block Durham, basically. Uh, Politico says, what could trigger a showdown between Garland and Bill Barr is if Durham wants to bring a criminal case against someone new. Isn't, isn't Bill Barr retired? <laughs> Am I missing something here? Do you ever retire as attorney general? Or are you just going to the uh, SES? Is that how this works? What could trigger a showdown between Garland and Bill Barr is if Durham wants to bring a criminal case against someone new. At least two potential witnesses at Sussman's trial declined to testify, saying they feared prosecution by Durham's team. It's not clear whether Durham is actively considering charging those people, especially since the events of 2016 campaign are now more than five years old. Under the special counsel rule sometime between July and September, Garland is supposed to make a decision about whether Durham's probe should continue into another fiscal year between July and September is when this is going to start getting interesting. His work began in May of 2019 at the request of Attorney General Bill Barr, who has said he was deeply suspicious about how the FBI probe of Trump got underway. In October 2020, Barr quietly converted Durham into a special counsel, complicating any efforts to dismiss him or constrain his work. The change in status was announced after Trump lost the election. (laughs) Unless you were paying attention, we all knew it happened. How did you guys not know? Even as, as some other conservatives dumped on Durham this week, Barr praised his endeavor and says the storytelling part of the probe is, is as significant as the outcome of any prosecutions Durham brings. Um, and then he goes into some quotes. If you want the facts and want the reports, so we cover that. All right, so that's what I found to be interesting about it. That's what I found to be interesting is that uh, first thing is a little bit of news there between July... Where where'd it go? I just lost it. July and September is when they're going to have to make a decision. Yeah, July and September. Sometime between July and September. So that's why the news and the the pundits are trying to force the hand, so to speak, right? You know what I'm saying? Same old, same old, same old. That's kind of what you're seeing there. Um, <laughs> Lawrence Tribe. Does that guy think he actually has any pull? Like, does he? Do people take him seriously? He's the worst Cracker Jack box lawyer out there. And it, he acts like he has like any kind of clout at all. And I don't think he realizes that he has that people laugh at him. Anyone, anyone who has any kind of sense of the law looks at Lawrence tribe and is like, who is this clown? <laughs> What's up Beachside? Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Good to see you out there. Big 50 for the new file. Thank you. Hey, cat girl, you're back out there. Good to see you. Thank you for the dropping that link today. I think uh, that's. I think the first person I saw drop that was uh, Catgirl out there on, on Telegram. So if you're not following uh, Catgirl on Telegram, why not? You can skip my show and just go watch her feed, <laughs> where I bring you the most interesting stuff that I can find of the day. Anyways, Patriot Lady, good to see you out there. Thanks for hanging out. All the lurkers out there are out there working out there, hanging out as well. Thanks for being here today, guys. Much love. Appreciate it. Warren Mima, I think Durham is picking low hangings, waiting for the outcome of 2024. I don't think the election has any bearing on it, to be honest, uh, Warrior Mima. I think um, I think he laid this case out to get the idea of a bigger conspiracy in the public sphere, 
And once, once these other two indictments drop and it's proven that the FBI forced this investigation on, you know, forced it to happen, that's what's going to happen when that, that um, FBI agent who said he's currently under federal indictment, he testified that he's currently under grand jury investigation. And part of what was revealed in that is that he lied. So that's one of the ones that I think could happen here in the near future in, in additional indictment. And then we still think there's something coming from either Perkins Coy angle, um, you know, someone in the high ups over there or Elias and um, the Hillary for America angle could be brought into it too. So we'll see. And we'll see where Durham goes next. That's going to be the big part just to see what new indictments drops. Because if, it, if, if he goes the angle of Hillary for America and Al Elias, that's when people are going to really start seeing false flags happen. I mean, <laughs> yeah. anyways, yeah. Oh, man, Johnny B, not enough for people to just to know there needs to be accountability. Yeah, I think there will be accountability. There will be. I mean, I always thought that that going after Sussman for lying was weird. I mean, it, it, that's it's a much bigger conspiracy than that. And you so when you look at it from that angle, you realize that yeah, you're right. It, it, this was just a matter of getting it into the public sphere. So the rocket launch. Gotcha. Who cares? News. Thank you for joining us here today. Thank you for the 145 gold pills. What uh, what what was launched today? Did it land on its own? Is it one of those? <laughs> Y'all are getting in here late. What's going on? Hey, Denise. <laughs> it's all good. I get you guys have a lot going on. Uh, lots of interesting stuff from the first half. I'll recap for you guys here. We covered, um, uh, we haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, let's see. Or that, uh, we, pressure builds for Durham to ditch the Russia probe. We're watching as the clowns try to shape the narrative on that. And we learned in this article that between July and September, um, there's going to have to be a discussion about re-upping the Durham probe. So that's coming. Um, we talked about the, uh, FBI season, the data of a Brookings Institute president for the illegal lobbying um, and how Danchenko and Fiona Hill are tied in with, uh, as Sean Joe mentioned out there in chat, how they are tied in with that, uh, which is, could be interesting to see how that plays itself out. SpaceX. Gotcha. What's up Southern Jim. Uh, we talked about Jeffrey Epstein uh, thread here how, about how the world is broken and how <laughs> rich men or who are connected men get away with whatever they want. Also that'd be a facing a new assault charge in the United Kingdom upcoming here in the very near future. Um, the uh, man who shot, remember this clown that shot uh, Kate Steinle? He's going to be deported for the sixth time, and he's going to face another charge. Um, natural gas plunges and has an explosion in, in a plant, and that arrest for uh, a Cochise County woman in, in Arizona for, or not arrest, a slap on the wrist, I should say. And let me recap some of the election stuff that's happening out there, including President Trump, 16-0 in Tuesday's primaries. <laughs> no, no, They were already going to win. So like it doesn't even matter. Like they were that's what that's why it doesn't matter. They were already going to win. So why are we even talking about like Trump's endorsements at all because they were going to win anyway. So that's the way the media is spinning that. So I hope we see Rico charges, man. I I hope so. I hope it goes that far. I hope it go, I hope it ties into the election. I hope it ties them all in. But you're talking about another couple years before they get that far if you ask me the way this legal system works you know what i'm saying 
So there we go. All right. Um, let's see. Top of the hour here, guys. Thanks for being here today, guys. I want to say hello to you all. Thanks for working your way in today. Over there on Rumble, thanks for a good crowd. Do me a favor, hit that plus button on Rumble. Uh, good crowd hanging out over there today. Thanks for being here. Oh, uh, it's all good, Denise. No worries. No worries. Thanks for being here today, guys. Over there on Twitch, uh, the usual crowd just kind of lurking out there and kind of hanging out, chat, chatting with each other. Thanks for being here today, guys. Much love to you all. Thanks for the new follows to uh, Vicka, Catgirl, and uh, Ignatz. Thanks, guys. See Matthew McConaughey. I don't give a shit about what Matthew McConaughey has to say. Uh, what's up, Southern? Uh, let's see. Bori Mima. Got, got you guys all covered over there. Lots of lurkers out there today as well, as always. Um, for the second half, we got um, we'll probably start off with see what's breaking. Um, but we have the recall stuff that happened in San Francisco. That's in the news, so we'll got to cover that. Uh, I got some Sorrel stuff out there. Uh, Barack Obama in the news today in a uh, interesting article in Law Enforcement today. Uh, we have to definitely read that. Bolsonaro is going to be in town. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about that. And then just kind of some random news from there to to, uh, to talk about. Um, we do have the uh, Capitol Police uh, discussion. That's an interesting article that I got to read. And, oh, have you guys heard about the PCB cleanup? Thank you, Warren Mima. Thank you for the 1,000 gold pills. That's very kind of you. Lurking and cooking, says Red Hummingbird. All right, what's for dinner? Um, so here in Wisconsin, there's, um, we, I go for walks on all the local parks around here. It's just, there's so much to do around here along the river, along the lakes. There's uh, all kinds of cool little areas where you can go for a walk after having a dinner or something like that. So, um, and all the places around here where there's boat launches, there's, there's, uh, talking about harvesting, uh, fish out of these waters and it says only eat one perch or walleye a month because of PCB cleanup. Now, here's an article that you guys should take a look at for your local areas. This shit's crazy. So, I mean, I, I realized that there was a lot of industrialization of the waters here and, and not just here, but all around our country. Right. So, you know, you don't realize the consequences of that. The destruction of our waters from like the 40s and 50s is still affecting waters today. Dredging capping operation for the Fox River near near Green Bay PCB cleanup on track to end in 2019. This start the do a do some research on this. You can find a PCB study from the um, FDA from 20 from 1986. There's a study. Uh, thank you for the follow. I, if I haven't followed you back, I will get you soon. John Q says, I'm, I'm here listening. <laughs> Thanks, John Q. Thanks for hanging out. I appreciate you. Um, so, but it was, I'm like PCB cleanup because again, like all over around here, it says don't eat more than one walleye a month. And I'm like, dude, like what, where am I living here? <laughs> So I did like a research study on our a research dig on the PCB cleanup of the area around here. And supposedly the project has now wrapped itself up and all of the waters, there is PCBs, which are, they were used for um, carbon paper. Remember the old carb, carbon paper that you could use carbon copy stuff. And they were used in like uh, different kind of papers and uh, what do you call it? Um, paints and things like that. Um, and, 
here in this area in Wisconsin, there's all kinds of paper plants around here. Like that's the biggest part of uh, of this place is closed down paper plants along the river. Why? Because they dumped all their sludge into the rivers and destroyed the ecosystem that to the point where they're still rebuilding it back. Uh, today, it's still a disaster around here. They still tell you only eat one walleye a month. So obviously, um, if, if <laughs> the waters are still here, I haven't exactly been completely cleaned up. But the way they spin it and the way the U.S. Environmental Agency spins it is as if, ah, we've finished the project and now all the waters are clean. Well, if the waters are all clean, why don't you take down the warnings about not eating more than one fish a month from the area, right? Like, so if you do, the, do a dig on this, look for a PCB study from the, from the BPA in 1986, and it shows you all around our country where these PCBs have have destroyed waters all around industrial areas to the point where it caused major cancer breaks uh, uh, outbreaks all over our country. Back in the 50s, NCR manufactured carbonless copy paper for use by polychlorinated bifalls or PCBs, which were later found to be harmful to people and wildlife. In fact, like I said, causing all kinds of cancerous outbreaks and, and things like that here in the area, who's paying for this? The U S department of justice and the EPA NCR will be primarily responsible for the cleanup of the area. 65%, $1.2 billion. They had to pay for the cleanup. Another uh, big uh, area is Appleton papers or Appvion now. They had uh, their own legal issues on how to share the cost. Two other paper companies, Georgia Pacific and Gladfelter, each are responsible for 12% and 11% of the cleanup. Um, It talks about who cleans it up and and how and what have they accomplished. So look at this. This is crazy, right? So in one week, they dredged 24,000 cubic yards of sediment, processed half of it into a land, processed half of it, which means they cleaned it. And, and, you know, sent it to a, a, a landfill or other places, discharged 29 million gallons of treated water and covered 3.24 acres of river bottom with sand. Uh, they also dredged 140,000 cubic yards of settlement this season and 12 acres of river bottom were capped or with rock and um, sand to cover up the PCBs. So instead of finding a way to make sure they get this out of the waters. They dumped sand on top with rocks. Since 2009, 5.4 million cubic yards of dredged were dredged and around 700 acres were covered in sand. When the project, since the project began around 9 billion gallons of water have been treated and returned to the river. And they still say, don't drink the water. Anyways, I, I just, like I said, going for a walk around here, I'm like, what in the hell is this PCB cleanup thing? Do yourself a favor, <laughs> look into it into your area, because I guarantee you, you're going to find some of your own that's going to make you shocked at how much there is still cleanup uh, in in our rivers and uh, and 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 lakes because of the industrialization that destroyed them. So. People say that conservatives aren't uh, don't don't care about the environment. Um, <laughs> excuse me, but uh, I care about the waters in the area where I live. Anyways, found it interesting. So check out check out the PCB study for your area. You may find it interesting. 
Los Angeles sued Monsanto over toxic PCBs on waterways. Interesting. Hangton Alien Surfer. Appreciate that. All around the country, there was a big deal in Ithaca, New York, where they had a big plant on the Cayuga Lake. Yes, indeed. In Tennessee, the Tennessee River for years stopped using uh, uh, fish in that area because of PCBs. Uh, Abolitionist says in Minnesota, mercury poisoning from coal fire plants. Check with your DNR. Um, Don't forget about Fukushima. (laughs) Man. Makes you wonder about what how what's really happening in our world. You know what I'm saying? Cleaning up those nasty areas. There are many. Yes, indeed. A super fun for it all. Yeah, there are many all around the country for sure. Patriot Lady says I'm always complaining about the government dumping into our oceans and debris floating around the space. Clean up their own shit before putting the green deal on me, right? That's what I'm saying. These international cooperatives, right? Get away scot free with this shit. Marauder said lots of heavy metals and other other stuff that they just throw in there and didn't care. What about Weyhauser, Ford, Chevy, GMC, the paint companies all over the place? Great points, Marauder. They don't care. They don't seem to care. Um, all for the betterment of the world, right? I hear you. Uh, I just found it to be interesting that, you know, th- this is from the 30s and 40s when this first was contaminated in this area here. And they they literally... In 2019, we're planning to wrap it up. Now, who knows if they actually wrapped it up in 2019, considering 2020 Groundhog Day. But anyways, check out your area as well and see what you find out there. All right, let's hop to the next one we got here today. Jim Jordan uh, with a late-breaking story. Um, What was this? Last night, I think. Yeah, he dropped this last night. New whistleblowers allege that the FBI is purging conservatives at the Bureau. One agent, a decorated war veteran who served in Iraq and Kuwait, FBI had the audacity to question the whistleblower's loyalty to the country. Here is a letter from Jim Jordan um, that I'm going to have to save and find on the laptop. All right, let me save this real quick so I can get both copies of these and make them make it easier to see. Whoops. Carbon copy the Honorable Nadler. Imagine having to write the Honorable Gerald Nadler. Imagine having to actually write a letter and say that. <laughs> the Honorable Penguin. That's what, that's what Jim Jordan should title it. All right, I want to read this for you. Dear Director Ray, from Jim Jordan and the House Judiciary Committee, we continue to investigate allegations that the Federal Bureau of Investigation is retaliating against FBI employees for engaging in disfavored political speech. On May 6, 2022, we sent you a letter that detailed examples of the FBI suspending the security clearances of FBI employees for their participation in the protected First Amendment activity. To date, you have failed to acknowledge our letter or begin to arrange for the requested briefing. Since our May 6th letter, we have received new protected whistleblower disclosures that suggest the FBI's actions are far more pervasive than previously known. Multiple whistleblowers have called it a purge of FBI employees holding conservative views. As one example, the FBI targeted the redacted who works in the FBI's redacted by suspending security clearance and eventually indefinitely suspending redacted from duty and pay. Um, Redacted had apparently shared blank personal views 
that the FBI was not being entirely forthcoming about the events of January 6th. Whoa. The FBI was not being entirely forthcoming about the events of January 6th. As a result, the FBI determined that Redacted had espoused conspiratorial views and, quote, promoted unreliable information which indicates support for events of January 6th, unquote. And therefore, the FBI questioned Redacted allegiance to the United States. The weaponization of the FBI is complete. Redacted honorably served in the United States military for several years, including deployments to Kuwait and Iraq, valiantly earning multiple military combination medals. While employed with the FBI, Blank has been rated as exceeds fully successful in performance evaluations, has received several awards, and has never been disciplined or reprimanded until this instance. In a letter sent to the FBI, Blank lawyers explain that the FBI's accusations are a monumental leap from the objective fact and a distortion of redacted actions. They argue that the security clearance suspension is a gross injustice and clear constitutional violation because of the FBI's punishing redacted for running afoul of prevailing agency orthodoxy while exercising redacted uh, First Amendment rights of speech. (sighs) Wow. That's all I got to say about this so far. Page two from Jim Jordan. In addition, another whistleblower who has uh, since left the FBI has informed us that redacted facing retaliation for criticizing the FBI in an anonymous survey circulated by the redacted to employees following January 6th. The FBI allegedly escalated an adverse personnel action against this employee for after blank commentated on the survey which sought feedback about the redacted actions, quote, during the recent crisis command post event. (laughs) The employee, too, was never disciplined or reprimanded until after redacted criticized the FBI. We are conducting oversight to ensure the FBI is not retaliating against FBI employees for exercising their First Amendment rights and engaging in disfavored political speech. We reiterate our earlier request for your personal assurance that the FBI will cooperate fully with the Department of Justice Office of Inspector General's examination of these matters and for a briefing of the FBI's purge of employees holding disfavored viewpoints. We remind you that whistleblower disclosures to Congress are protected by law and that you will not retaliate, that we will not tolerate any effort to retaliate against whistleblowers for their disclosures. Thank you for your prompt attention to this matter. Signed sincerely. Jim Jordan, ranking member. Huh. Carbon copying Horowitz and Nadler. So there you go. There is that from Jim Jordan last night. That is very interesting with regards to the purge of FBI employees who dare question the truth that the FBI was involved in January 6th. Grab some more popcorn. It's about to get even more interesting. Let me get this link out there to you guys so you can grab that article for your records if you want it. There you go. There it is. Dismantle the FBI? Yes. Shatter it into a thousand pieces permanently along with the CIA. I'm with you. I'm with you completely. John Q, you can find out how many more for each lake and rules. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Talking about the EPA stuff still? Yeah, I gotcha, man. 
All right. Um, so there's that. Let me check in with uh, Telegram here today. See everything's working over there. No one's watching on Telegram. I don't even. I'm probably. It's just kind of handy to. Um, it's just kind of handy to uh, to announce it on Telegram for those that are over there on Telegram. Let's do a quick uh, check to see what's happening out there. Um, Lara Logan shift Doctor January six text between Meadows and Jordan. So this is a 2015, or excuse me, December 15th, 2021 article by Sean Davis, wherein uh, Sean Davis discusses Adam Schiff doctoring text messages between Mark Meadows, Mark Meadows and Jim Jordan. Uh, so Lara Logan reminding everyone out of that out there today. Uh, let's see. Western Journal has Seattle forced to cancel 200,000 illegal parking tickets after defund the police experiment blows up in their faces. <laughs> you think? Who could have seen that coming? Uh, Emerald has the silence is ignorance and ignorance is defeat. I decided to fight for my country. No one uh, who cares. So check out. Uh, let's see. Check out uh, Emma Robinson's Telegram. Okay, advertisement. The summer of starvation, soaring fertilizer prices, unleashed chaos and hunger worldwide. There's a story that's coming. Suspect arrested after Kavanaugh was uh, charged with attempted murder, and covered that in the first hour. Henry Hub hammered as Texas tea rips, gold pops, Bitcoin and bonds drop. There's a summary of the news today for the financial news. Uh, let's see. Let's check in with Brian Kate. See what he's got. Let's 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 scroll through his feed here real quick today and see what he's got going on. Uh, National Guard headquarters now planning potential violence and unrest in Lake Scotus decision. Also, this just in, John. While we're we're both here, Julian Turner just sent out a an email. There's no chance you're hearing that because I can't hear that. Let me try boosting it way up. See if you guys can hear it. All right, here you go. Also, this just in, John, while we're we're both here, Julian Turner just sent out a an email, an update first to Fox. A government source familiar with the planning tells Fox News that the National Guard headquarters is now planning for potential violence and unrest in the wake of a SCOTUS decision on the pending Dobbs versus Jackson case, which could overturn Roe v. Wade. We're told, uh, she says, that the Guard headquarters is messaging to states for the potential to fly guardsmen nice. into the district you're about to go on camera. Into Washington, D.C. It happens for the Roe opinion. Real professional John Roberts. You can't just shut your mouth for a second while she's talking. What a meathead. Uh, Ziva, that did say it was an anonymous FBI survey about January 6th, and they got punished for it. Yes, that is that is exactly what that article did say. Uh, Catherine Engelbright on with the MG show earlier today. They did a great job on that interview. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Q, why is your account the oldest on this site? <laughs> Add up the date. Two, nine, <laughs> two, four, five, six, seven, eight, plus nine is 17. Truth Hammer, just human military. Oh, so there was a plane crash earlier today near San Diego, and a military plane with nuclear material crashed on it. And I heard, I was listening to the scanner, said they were missing one something. Hmm. Don't know what's happening out there, but something happening over there. 
Uh, what is my handle on Telegram? Uncensored Abe. Let's take a walk down uh, memory lane. Uh, let's see. No, thank you. Accuser distance pass for yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Why people have good conscience to make sure Kavanaugh situation never happens again. I'll wait. I'll start believing all women when Democrats do. <laughs> said Brian. That's hilarious. Uh, contrary to initial reports, U.S. Navy said there was no nuclear material on board of the aircraft that crashed. So there's that. Um, my telegram. Let me find my. I'll get my telegram link for you. Yeah, all one, all one word on censored Abe. There you go. Another Vax pilot? Probably. Uh, let's see. Storm has arrived. Uh, shithead tomorrow, January 6th, will hold its first public hearing. Uh, he announced that today, so that's going to happen tomorrow. What to expect from the sham hearing? No one cares. How's that sound? Uh, ca- cash on Bannon on Navarro, the left and injustice. Um, could have not pissed two work targets. Well, quickly on Bannon and Navarro, they, the left and the Justice Department could not have picked two worse targets because these guys are loaded for bear. They are not going to take a knee. They are going to bring the fight to their doorstep and make sure the media covers it. I hope so. I really hope so. Steve Bannon is um, talking like he's not going to He's done, not done messing around. All right. Just human. Let's check in with his feed. He's always got great stuff. House Republicans question former news executives work for January 6th committee. This coming from Catherine Harris today. Um, dropping at 420. House Republicans question former news executives work of the January 6th committee. A group of House Republicans questioned whether violated its rules when it's hired a former news executive. <laughs> the five representatives voted in a letter to the committee Democrat leadership that they are seeking confirmation from the former ABC News president James Goldston is working for the committee. Axios first reported Monday that Goldstein is an unannounced advisor to the committee, which is holding its first at least six hearings and blah, blah, blah. How to watch the prime time? No fucking thank you. <laughs> How does that? They hired the, the, the head of a media company to, to run this sham freaking clown show. They should have just hired a director from Hollywood. It would have been just as effective. So just human tracking what's going on out there. looks like um, uh, that's pretty much got covered. Vigilant Fox, the bill chill. Why there's no official explanation why all these healthy adults are suddenly dying. Yeah. Uh, let's check in with, with police frequency, see what they got going. Tornado warning in Florida. Pierre County Task Force investigation looking into a shooting of, 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 of involved with the sheriff. Woman accused of stealing... Police department accuser is taking a ride. Fight! <laughs> you see all the fires that have been getting going on out there now. This must be fire time, huh? A lot of that stuff going on. U.S. Border Patrol agents assigned to the Yuma station apprehended a 29-year-old Jamaican man who had an extraditable warrant at secondary murder on College Point, New York, was turned over to uh, YCSO for extradition. Seems like they're catching a lot of these guys. You notice that? New Red Pill News is out. Uh, check that out. Uh, if you want to check that out when you get time, he's always got good stuff out there. 
the library. Multiple people reported they killed at their military craft military aircraft crashes. Yes, and everyone pretty much jumping on that. And that's pretty much it for new stuff out there on Telegram today. So there you go. That's all we got. Let's get back to the news here today. We'll check in with you guys here in chat, see how you guys are doing, and then we'll get to the rest of the show here today. I got some more, a couple more good articles out there for you guys today to check out. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Hope all is well. Jamaica me crazy, man. <laughs> uh, is Nancy trying to escape? <laughs> Jumping into lurking mode. Good to see you. Thanks for hanging out today, guys. Blackhead Destroyer hired Biden to be a spokesperson, right? Six Haitians have gone missing in Orlando. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Gas prices are a freaking joke, man. It's driving me nuts. It's got to be driving everybody nuts out there. I, heard, I, saw, I think I saw $7 a gallon in California. All right. San Francisco DA Chesa Bowden was ousted in a historic recall. Here's what happens next. The rest of these clowns go. The recall of San Francisco's district attorney came after months of intense debate over criminal justice and public safety in San Francisco. This is a San Francisco Chronicle article, but I kind of want to read it from their perspective. And I got another one for you. So let me see here what they have to say. San Francisco voters overwhelmingly voted to remove District Attorney Chesa Bowden from office on Tuesday, favoring a recall effort that argued his progressive reforms were too lenient and made the city less safe. No shit, Sherlock. Bowden trailed by 20 percentage points Tuesday evening, according to latest figures from city officials. Around 60% of the San Franciscans who cast their vote voted to recall him. <laughs> uh, the boomerang is in effect. How's it feeling, leftists, you fucking idiots? How's your defund the police movement working for you now, you freaking morons? <laughs> More on the recalls to come. Shit. Here's this. Here's just the news. Let me see what they have to say. Following a successful recall effort from progressive San Francisco attorney, uh, attorney district attorney Chesa Bowden, Los Angeles law enforcement officials are warning. There's city's district attorney that he's next to go. Bowden, a progressive who was viewed on, as being soft on crime, was recalled Tuesday by roughly 60% of the city's voters. While overall reported crime has not increased since Bowden took office in 2020, viral videos of smash and grab robberies everywhere from drugstores to clothing boutiques have highlighted that such offenses as robberies and car thefts have risen. In many cases, the perpetrators are neither arrested nor charged. John Hatami the deputy district attorney for Los Angeles told Fox News earlier this week that he believed Bowden, the son of the 70s-era weather underground terrorist, would be recalled. And George Gascon, he would say, you're next. He's the son of weather underground terrorists. Not to be confused with Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. The people of Los Angeles have had enough. The best thing for everybody here in Los Angeles is to recall George Gascon and get him out of office, he also said. Gascon is facing his second recall attempt since arriving in office less than two years ago. On Tuesday, as Bowden faced eminent recall, 
The L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva also took aim at Gascon, calling him a failed district attorney. Quote, the D.A. of San Francisco just conceded he has been recalled. George Gascon, you're next, said Villanueva, who, who in himself headed for a runoff election bid in November. So... Interesting, interesting, interesting. The The current attempt to recall Gascon has amassed about half a million signatures and needs about 67,000 more by July 6th. So if you're out there in ca- anywhere near California or you know about anybody out there, tell them to get involved in the Gascon recall effort if you want to help save San Francisco before it's too late. There's that. Soros and others spent $40 million to help elect social justice prosecutors like Gascon. Con, as you guys know, but there's a really interesting summary in this article by Jay Clemens that dropped yesterday. The political groups affiliated with billionaire George Soros helped elect 75 social justice prosecutors in the in U.S. cities that, for the most part, have incurred major crime spikes, according to uh, information reported by Secrets. The price tag for Soros' lead movement, approximately $40 million for the 17-page report compiled by Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund. Soros-backed prosecutors represented one in five people living in big cities of roughly 72 million people. That includes nearly half of the 50s most populous U.S. cities and counties, where 40% of the nation's homicides reportedly occur. In a statement to Secrets, the president, Jason Johnson, addressed the, the notion of Soros' funding prosecutors who are historically lenient on violent crimes, advocates of taking guns from responsible citizens, and defunding police organizations. Quote, Soros is using that campaign money and hundreds of millions of more for supporting organizations to quietly transform the criminal justice system for the worse, promoting dangerous policies that anti-police narratives in advance to his radical agenda. Over the past decade, George Soros has spent $40 million to elect 75 of his chosen prosecutors in campaigns from Houston to Los Angeles to Philadelphia and Orlando. Soros was the campaign's biggest spender by far, as much as 90% of the dollars spent in some races. Soros isn't done yet. He spent another another million so far this year and handpicked uh, for his handpicked district attorneys. With Soros-backed attorneys general, the report outlines a common thread of candidates posing little to no administrative experience, but strongly supporting social justice initiatives. Quote, traditionally, elections for district attorney have been quiet affairs. Candidates spent very little on their campaigns, instead jockeying for local endorsements and, and burnishing their legal qualifications for the top job. That changed recently as millions of campaign dollars has flowed into the down-ballot contest. The bulk of that lavish spending on advertising and consultants has been done by or on behalf of social justice candidates, the report reads. The secret report, the secrets report continues, quote, In most of these free-spending contests, progressive forces proved victorious by either defeating incumbent Democrats or crushing a field of primary contenders. Strikingly, most of these prosecutors were politically neophytes, and had zero prosecutorial experience. Previously, an, an assumed prerequisite for office, many had no previous criminal case experience. Among Soros's most prominent election victors are Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, Buda Biberez, the Loudoun County, Virginia, of course, Commonwealth of, uh, Attorney, Chicago Prosecutor Kim Fox, who was accused of misconduct or operational mistakes on that Jesse Smollett thing, and that is a good summary of those there from Newsmax. Moving on to the next article that I think is important that we need to see. 
a report that the before the FBI received DNC email images, Obama approved official accusation of the Russia hack coming to us from Lizzie Murka <laughs> in law enforcement uh, today. According to a report, Barack Obama approved an official statement accusing Russia of hacking and stealing emails from the DNC six days before possible evidence of the breach became available. According to the Epoch Times, FBI emails were made available for public scrutiny during the recent trial of DNC Michael Sussman. We talked about this yesterday, but for, you know, for keeping it in the, in the, in the discussion, Interesting to see the article pop today, who had been accused of lying to the FBI, so forth, so on. Those emails demonstrated that the FBI, Thursday, October 13th, 2016, was continuing to seek a forensic evaluation of the DNC servers in regards to the Russian involvement. But the Epoch Times reports that CrowdStrike, a cybersecurity organization, was in possession of the DNC server images. However, on October 7th, 2016, six days before the evidence showed that the data and images were being gathered and investigated, the DHS and the, and the official director of National Intelligence on election security released a definitive joint statement regarding the involvement of the Russian government on compromising emails of U.S. persons and institutions. Yes, Obama approved accusing Russia of the DNC hack before they received the evidence. That's how big this conspiracy goes. We'll see. We'll see what happens next. Chelsea Bowden is Bill Ayer's adoptive son. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Imagine how that works. One big happy freaking family out there. All right. So there was that today. We did cover that yesterday, but, um, you know, just in the guise of making sure that that, gets, that story gets told out there, there's that. Bolsonaro cast doubt on the Biden's 2020 election win. <laughs> oh, man. I guess I think Bolsonaro is supposed to be here tomorrow. And he said this yesterday. The American people are the ones who talk about it. Election fraud. I will not discuss the sovereignty of another country, but Trump was doing really well, Bolsonaro said. We don't want that to happen in Brazil, he added. Bolsonaro, who currently trails former leftist president Luis Inacio Lula da Silva in opinion polls. That's Reuters for you. You got to bring the opinion polls in there, right? So the first uh, formal talks will cover a range of issues, including food insecurity, climate change, and the COVID-19 pandemic recovery. Bolsonaro said in an interview he did not believe that Biden will try to impose anything on what we should do to reduce deforestation in the Amazon rainforest, which has increased during his tenure. The meeting can mark a new beginning for U.S.-Brazil ties. Yay. Says Reuters. Thank you, Tangrow, for the cookie. Appreciate that. All you guys out there that are dropping the gold pills for me today, thank you very much. I appreciate your support. Tam Growl, Sean Joe, Warrior Mima, Who Cares News? Sean Joe dropping them all over the place on me. Uh, H2O Maven, Popcorn Q, and Tennessee Tim, Tac264. All you guys, thank you guys very much for the support over there in the Fox. can't do it without you guys. Appreciate you very, very much. I think you spent a lot more time on that. Oh, gotcha, yeah. All right, so the last few I had for today, we're going to check in with other stuff to see what's happening out there. We'll go check in with True Social here and just kind of hang out for the rest of the show here today, guys. So that's what we got planned for the for a while. If anyone wants to call in, we could do that. Um, or we could just kind of wrap it up today. If there's nothing else happening, maybe we'll just wrap it up today. Just call it a day, you know what I'm saying? I got three more articles that I had lined up for you guys today. U.S. Marshals Arrest 3 in Columbus Human Trafficking Investigation. That's out there today. 
and Telegram looking quiet. So, yeah. Maybe we'll read some Q posts. Let's do that. Uh, U.S. Marshals arrest three in Columbus human trafficking investigation. This came out on from a local news channel. Uh, U.S. Marshal Service arrested the three after multiple victims, all underage, were identified through the investigation. Look at these scumbags. This is out of Columbus, Ohio. 12-year-old Unique Washington, 28-year-old Vel Alfred, and 21-year-old Patrice Biggard were indicted. Oh, 20-year-old. Excuse me, 20-year-old. I'm like, I had to. I misread something here. Uh, commercial, let's see. Charged with nine felony accounts, including trafficking in persons, compelling and promoting prostitution, commercial sexual exploitation of a minor, and pandering sexually oriented material uh, involving a minor. So that came uh, out yesterday. Then ICE, uh, in a Kansas operation, arresting 32 in an undercover child exploitation operation, 43 subjects in an Arizona sex trafficking operation last month, as we discussed. Immigration is a custom informant uh, investigation that resulted in 32 arrests involving child sex tra- crimes in Wichita, Kansas area. ICE uh, investigations partnered with local law enforcement. Operation Blue Ghost from May 17th to June 2nd. Together, they conducted an undercover child exploitation operation in Wichita, Kansas. The agency announced Monday in, in a press release. Uh, the first phase of the operation was May 17th to the 19th and uh, targeted adults willing to travel for sexual exploitation of a child. Uh, which resulted in the arrest of 17 individuals for crimes. Yeah. Second phase was May 31st to June 7th, and they resulted in 15 more arrests, including child sex trafficking, felony assault of a police officer, and promoting prostitution. So there you go. That is Operation Blue Ghost, as there's still great operators out there doing all the hard work um, that is happening out there still. 17. Arrest in the first operation. Uh, yeah, Donald Trump dropping this. When comparing oil prices between the Trump administration and the Biden administration, you must use November 3rd election day date because that's the day when they started to go through the roof. Yeah. Warrior Mima, thank you for the ship. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Got, got more old pills? Appreciate you bringing us the news every day. Thank you, Warrior Mima. Thank you so much. God bless you. Very kind of you. Uh, let's see. Just Human going live tonight at 9.30. So check him out tonight at 9.30 Eastern on Rumble and Twitch. So you can check him out there tonight if you if you have something going on, if you don't have anything going on. A Deal with the Dragon, American Spectator, how China used its communist framework for unfair advantage to become the world's largest economy. A new article on the American Spectator coming to us from Police Frequency. Sleepy Joe has arrived in Los Angeles for the Summer of the Americas. That's nice. Out of Phoenix, released a critical incident video showed edited clips of body camera footage involving a police shooting. Um, uh, so, yeah, there's that. Um, new from Toria, DOJ unlikely to pull the plug on Durham's investigation. Indeed, we covered that just a little bit earlier. Stephen Miller dropping an article 12, at 12 o'clock on the knot. 12 o'clock on the dot, excuse me. Can we get a primetime hearing on the plague of robbery, assault, rape, and murder unleashed on our cities by Democrat politicians, Soros prosecutors, and the billionaires who bankroll them? Can we find out why Biden's DOJ is targeting conservatives but not gangland executioners? 
That's a great question. House votes in favor of raising the age to buy semi-automatic weapons by the age of 18 to 21. No one cares what the House votes for. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, so that's just breaking just now, though, out there. So there's that. Um, this from Epoch TV. What's this? Still loading. So I'll give that a second. There it is. Twitter reportedly giving in to Elon Musk, agreeing to give him the internal data he wants so he can figure out how many fake users are on the platform. European Union lawmakers vote to ban all new gas-powered cars by 2035. <laughs> Is it a done deal? Amazon fighting phony listings, saying its new and improved vetting process is working. That and much more. New and improved process where it, um, it, it highlights their preferred vendors. Coming up on NTD Business. Interesting. So Elon Musk with a win today. Uh, the library just dropping that one out there. Shall not be infringed. Indeed, the House just passed age limits on certain gun purchases. So everyone pretty much covering that out there today. That's pretty much the summary of what I got out there today, guys. There's really nothing else really happening. Let's go check in with True Social real quick. Uh, I kind of want to check in over there. We got FCCED. Uh, so we can do that for a little bit. Uh, we got about 20 minutes left. What are you guys feeling? Hey, Red Hummingbird, thanks for hanging out. Uh, let's see. Let's check in with True Social, see what's going on. Um, Musk threatens to pull out a Twitter deal, and we just learned about that. Def's lawyer slam Amber Heard's claim trial was unfair. <laughs> Wee! Um... One-on-one -on -one with John Rich. Damn ball with John Rich. CMA effects kicks off in Nashville this week. Lucky for you guys that like country music. Bard's still doing great work out there. He's got a new one out there today. Daddy Crab just dropping this one. I identify as a threat. My pronouns are try me. <laughs> nice, Daddy Crab. Ben Q lurking. Thank you for the cookie. And Tech 264 dropping a can on me. They uh, they just sold electric car owners to sparingly charge their cars due to electricity shortages. Uh, you can't fix stupid, man. It's just, it does no, it's like nobody thinks, dude. What do you people think you're getting your electricity from? Searle's prosecutor story getting out there now. It's funny how that stuff works. All right, all right, all right. No one cares about McConaughey. What's this? Huge thanks to Canadian Parliament and the Center for the Warmest Welcome by so many committed to making a difference and standing with me for freedom. Ennis Freedom. Let's work together to promote human rights and freedom all over the world. Thank you, Canada. Huh, what's this? Oh, Senators, I wish to draw your attention to the presence in the gallery of Ines Cantor Freedom and Orkesh Dolet. They are the guests of the Honorable Senator Housakis. On behalf of all Senators, welcome to the Senate of Canada. Oh, that's Enos Cantor. That's a basketball player. Dan Bongino, half hour ago, Hispanic radio station sees mass revolt amid Soros-linked sale. Oh, the Hispanic radio thing being sold out to um, to leftists. You guys see that story is out there pretty interesting as well. Unfair because she didn't win Sea Dragon. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, the, uh, if we, wouldn't it be great if we actually had elections, what this country would be like right now? Yeah. House to vote on dangerous gun control legislation on Wednesday. We just heard about that. This day in history in 1966, June 8th, the national football league, when it actually, uh, played football in the American football league announced that they will merge. Isn't that nice? 
Ballot box blunders, a new new one from John Solomon. Ex-Congressman pleads guilty to stuffing ballot boxes from the Democrats. We covered that one yesterday. A lot of these news stories, as you guys know, tend to go viral after we cover them. <laughs> Crash Connell over Representative Stefaniak on the January 6th committee is designed to punish Nancy Pelosi's political opponents. Let's hear what uh, Elise has to say today. I wouldn't mind. This committee is not about seeking the truth. It is a smear campaign against President Donald Trump against Republican members of Congress, and against Trump voters across this country. This committee is unconstitutional. It is illegitimate. It was not put together according to the rules of the House. It does not serve any true legislative or oversight purpose. And it is not about finding out why Nancy Pelosi left the Capitol so ill-prepared that day. It is designed to punish Nancy Pelosi's political opponents, and it will not prevent another January 6th from happening, and it does nothing to address the numerous crises Americans are suffering from because of Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi's radical far-left agenda. Yes, yes, yes. It will not prevent anything. Let's see if there's anything else on True Social, and then we'll let you guys go here today. Barack Obama, oh man. What's Chris Paul say? I genuinely pity the normosphere. I cannot imagine what it would be like to st- to still think that way. The anxiety brought on by constantly trying to convince yourself of the total and complete truth of an empirically false reality is a living hell. Huh. Interesting from Chris Paul out there. He's um He's got a great podcast out there that I never get a chance to listen to. I listen for a while. I was got a chance to listen to it, but I never really get a chance to listen. Uh, and um, yeah, he's out there. He's always out there, kind of lurking in the uh, in the different audiences of uh, alternative news creators. So pretty cool, man. All right, let's check in with FCCED here today, and let's just wrap it up. There ain't shit else going on, and that's all I got for you today. So we could just hang and lurk if you want. <laughs> There's nothing new on FCCED, so what does that tell you? We can go to the Department of Justice and see if they figure out how to do justice. We already know the answer to that question. Uh, Justice Department shuts down Miami return preparers. Justice Department sues to shut down Miami return preparers. Who, who writes these things for the Justice Department? They find the dumbest people to write the headlines to? Uh Patent trademark offices, next steps in critical incident review, blah, Phil Godley, pay asbestos cleanup, employment tax crimes, obstruction of the IRS, sued the IRS. Okay, nothing in the DOJ today. Anyone surprised by that? You know what I wanted to check in though on? It's Connecticut, real quick. Uh, narcotics, cocaine trafficker, gang member involved in Bridgeport courthouse shooting, sentence of 15 years, firearms offense, federal gun charge. Violations for the Small Business Act, Meridian Man charges cocaine trafficking. Nothing really catches my eye there either. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's just wrap it up, man. I'm going to go get an early start on the after show activities, allow you guys to go relax and get uh, whatever you guys want to get lined up for your next uh, endeavor. Thanks for hanging out today, guys. I appreciate it. Got some good stuff covered today. Might as well just end while we're on ahead, right? <laughs> Nothing really else breaking out there. So um, I want to talk to to um, Ron Watkins about the January 6th committee. I'm going to see if I can get him to come join us. 
either tomorrow or the next day. So I'll see if I can get because uh, he had a testify recently as well. So there you go. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out today as you guys do every day. I appreciate you guys very much. I'll go ahead and release the scratch offs there for you guys over there on the Foxhole 45, 45 gold pills today. Thank you very much. I appreciate that very much. Much love to you all. The rest of you guys that kind of been just lurking and hanging out today. I hope you guys are still liking the shows. I'm just I'm just trying to find the, the, the stuff that's important. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're trying to cover every day and get as most of it covered as possible. So thank you guys. Great crowd over there on Rumble today. Thanks for being here today, guys. Over there on Twitch. Thanks, guys. As always, Lori Glory. Thank you for the new follow. Big Big of Fifty Cat Girl. Good to see you out there as always. Much love to you and everyone else out there. Thanks for hanging out today. Let's see if there's anyone live out there today right now. Uh, Pags is live. Other than that, uh, yeah, Space Shots out there as well. So. With that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thanks for hanging out today as you guys do every day. Back tomorrow. Lady Cat, thank you for the show. Thank you for the compliment. I appreciate that. God bless you. We'll see you guys back out here tomorrow. Much love and God bless you all. Have a great evening and another chance tomorrow, 5 Eastern, for another edition of Uncensored Abe. With that, God bless you all. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.